Justin, a lot. That's true. Yeah. All right, you ready to start this thing? Yeah, let's go. Let's fucking do this. Yep. All right, everybody, welcome to the Woods Cast, and I am Justin Woods. With me, per the usual, is uh, my oddly gifted uh, karaoke brother Shay Woods. Yo. Dropping panties all down the east. All down the east coast. Yeah, up and down. Fucking pulling wagon wheel out of fucking nowhere. (laughs) So, uh. You know, you guys listen to this, we do it. Uh, you'll notice we haven't done this in a couple weeks because we've been traveling. We went on a family vacation. Uh, and then Shay's been settling into a new job. Uh, Having quite... to be up before 1 o'clock in the afternoon every day is brutal. It's I don't know how people do it. Well, they don't. <laughs> yeah. I love having a job where I can be like, yeah, I'm going to go in at 1 today. That's the best. Yeah. That is um, not this job, but no, it is okay. a job. Yeah, so Shay was settling a new job. And quite honestly, we had seen enough of each other, so we took, yep. a, couple, took a couple weeks off. Uh, we might have to take another couple weeks off, because I'll be traveling the next couple weekends. Um, but we'll see. Uh, since you guys don't pay us to do this, you can go to hell. Um, we will do them when we want to. Right to hell. Yeah, right to hell. Um, you may uh, jam that right up your ass. See, Shay's token and I'm drinking beer, so that's why there's a lot of, a lot of quiet sounds. All right, so uh, we are recording this on Sunday, August 4th, um, year of our Lord, 2019. Uh, the weekly numbers, I had two beers. I got me a six-pack of uh, Purple Haze. Haven't had that in a while. It's pretty good. I got, uh, I've got a, a various, I'm doing that thing where I didn't buy beer, but I've got like a various assortments of like one or twos left from six-packs in my fridge. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. right now it's an amber ale. We'll see what's next. <laughs> so Shay's gonna dig in his cooler and it's gonna sound like he's throwing aluminum yeah. cans into. No, a I got, I got a. We're, I'm coming up on the world. I got a mini fridge in here, buddy. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are in the 926th day of the Trump administration. That's why Shay and I drink. One of the reasons it's delicious and it makes us happy. Uh, Shay, it's been 418 days since Donald Trump has uh, solved the North Korea problem. Um, if you've been paying attention to the news, you'll notice they've been popping missiles off. Uh, yeah, I haven't really, I haven't really followed that too closely, but my understanding was they've been popping missiles off, and Donald Trump's like, "Yeah, they're all right." It's yeah, cool. yeah, it's uh, cool. He, uh, he at first like released a tweet that said that Kim Jong Un was too smart to go back on the deal they had, and like, we don't have a deal. Like, yeah, there was none. Yeah, you said you were. He said you were awesome. You said he was awesome, and then we went went our merry ways. And then uh, we made a coin. It was fine. Yeah, yeah, we made a coin. It went fine. Uh, yeah. Um, just the other day, I think he said, "Oh, it's it's totally okay because those were short-range ballistic missiles, and all we talked about were nukes." And he just loves to say the word "nukes," so he said it like yeah. three more times in that sentence. And everybody's like, "Are you are you okay, sir?" Yeah. Um, 
There have been, what do we got? We got a bunch of Q, Q drops, 3,570 Q drops right now. Uh, they're having a fucking heyday with this uh, Epstein trial. Oh, uh, um, man, I haven't, I have. I, I just haven't dipped my toes into those waters for a while for about, you know, me mental health reasons mainly. Yeah. But um, I, uh, I just, I, ha I would, I, I'm very curious to know if you, what their reaction is. Cause like, I understand that there is pit, there are pictures and it's like established the Clintons know Jeffrey Epstein. But so does Donald Trump, but they don't have a problem with it, I'm assuming. No, no, no. Um, actually, and you'll love this shit, um, there is a thread of QAnon that believes that Donald Trump befriended Je uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Um, uh, and if you guys want to like do a deep dive on Jeffrey Epstein, um, there's a bunch of podcasts that go out about it. There's a new one now called TrueAnon. Mm -hmm. um, so they've got to win. They're basically just going to go into like the actual real things that QAnon people are worried about, like... Like, hey, yeah, you're worried about pedophiles, and there is a pedophile problem. It's just not Hillary Clinton eating babies like you guys are yeah. Um And so Jeffrey Epstein is this billionaire, and nobody can really figure out why he's a billionaire because people just gave him money. He wasn't necessarily good at anything. Um, and so they've closed uh, – the QAnon people have closed in on this thread of logic. You know, I use that with air quotes, heavy air quotes, yeah. that um, Donald Trump years ago – befriended Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein so that when he was the president, he could trigger this fucking awakening. Oh, uh, right. okay. So that's for, fantastic. So for decades, Donald Trump has been cozying up to the pedophile so that when he was, when he won the, the presidential election, like I guess he planned to back in the eighties, he could, yeah. he could flip this switch. Um, that ignores the, the, the fact that like during our entire lifetime, Shay, whenever Donald Trump wanted a camera on him, they were, they would put a camera on him. So like, mm -hmm. There's been decades he could have been just like, hey guys, you know that guy's a, like a crazy pedophile, right? Should go go to him, and then it would have you know been broken. The story would have been broken, but whatever. But those people also believe that some guy named uh, Richard Fusca is the um, JFK Jr. He's just been living, you know, a low key existence until Donald Trump came around to do the Great Awakening. Oh yeah, this is a it's so it's all very well planned out. I mean, I knew that. That's that's. <laughs> QAnon's got a shit on lockdown. Yeah, that's uh, that's a, that's a, that's solid. Um, all right, and it's been uh, two thousand nine hundred forty-five days since uh, um, fucking George R. R. Martin ever did anything that was worth shit. So, publish a new book, you big fat bastard. Um, <laughs> I'm telling, uh, I, I think I mentioned it before. I keep telling uh, those Brandon Sanderson books. He crafts those out every year like clockwork. The Stormwind or Stormlight Chronicles are fucking badass. I can pick those up. Yeah. I think I've had that written down like two or three places. Like, go get this book. Um, all right. So, polls aren't fucking going anywhere. 45. I mean, Gallup has Donald Trump at 45. 538 has him at 42.4. Um, Real clear politics, 43.3. Like, he's underwater between 7 and 12% and everything. Um, the state polls, which are going to become a lot more, uh, I guess, prevalent things we got to watch, you know. The six, the six states that we talk about, Shay, uh, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Iowa, and Florida, and Ohio, the ones that he flipped from Donald, um, from Barack Obama, Florida, negative three, Ohio, negative seven, Iowa, negative 12, Pennsylvania, negative nine, uh, Michigan, negative 16, Wisconsin, negative 14. So unless those numbers change, Donald Trump's fucked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's what the, those are the numbers for the week. Uh, okay. First thing we got to talk about it, Shay. We're going to storm Area 51, and we're going to see them aliens. That's, that's supposed to be in... Um, September 20th. September 20th, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I can get into that. Hopefully that works out, and it's just as much fun as I think it's going to be. Um, well, yeah. I mean, obviously not. It, it's going to be a bunch of awkward fucking Spurg Lords standing around staring at cameras if anyone does anything at all. Right. So the, the funny thing... Okay, believe it or not, Alex Jones has weighed in on this. No, I'm shocked. Yeah, Alex Jones is uh, is is pretty sure. Wait a minute, where's, where did this go? It's not in my events anymore. What happened? What did you do, Justin? You've ruined the podcast. This is it. really our this is really our producer's fault. We have to fire that guy. We got to pay him first, but um, and get one. Where did it go? I, I was just trying to look up how many people were signed. Last time I looked, it was 109, 1.9 million people. Oh um, yeah, it's it's some ass. That there, I, I was, I can't remember what it was. I, I think it was, I was like, like sitting in traffic or fucking somewhere, and and had like 15 minutes to dick off in the internet. So I uh, uh, was just skimming through comments on Reddit, and this one guy had written a hysterical like, "Oh yeah, well what if this happens?" And it's like everyone shows up. Storms there, finds out that there's aliens by exposing the secrets of the government, and then the whole world is united, knowing that we're not alone, and it ushered into Star Trek level utopia, all because these guys stormed Area 51. And I was like, "Yes, that's what's gonna happen." That's okay. We'll we'll, we'll put that down as best case scenario. Best case scenario, yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that's best uh, we'll, case we'll, scenario. This is so, how Star Trek happens. <laughs> right. So I just looked it up, and the page is deleted. So. Oh, um, so, oh okay. no. so 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 let's just let's just let's just recap. So a couple uh, weeks ago, maybe a month ago or so, some guy, uh, uh, what the hell? What the hell's his name? Got it right here. Oh yeah, Maddie Roberts put up this uh, face joke Facebook um, post group event whatever, and he was gonna everybody's gonna meet at Area Fifty One on September twentieth, and we're gonna storm Area Fifty One. Now, yeah. since all you've got to fucking do is say I'm interested and or I'm going. The number of people going to storm Area 51 like skyrocketed to a million people in just a couple of days. This is all fun and games because everybody who's ever been on the fucking internet knows how these things go. Yeah, um, they That's interviewed Buddy McBoat face all over again. Yeah, yeah. Um, this guy looks exactly like you would you would uh, expect him to. Shay, uh, just go ahead and Google uh, Maddie Roberts for me over there. And uh, give you a little idea who we're talking about. Like they interviewed him, a local TV station interviewed him, and he was dressed entirely in Nutaro shit. Oh, uh, yeah, this guy. Okay, yeah, okay. I know everyone knows this guy. Yeah, everybody knows this guy. So anyway, so this is a fun little thing, and it inspired some memes. And you know, uh, of course, you know, everybody's talking about everybody's going to be fucking aliens, and we're you know, it'll be fun. Um, but it's actually. Uh, garnered a response from the U.S. military. The um, U.S. Army actually came down and said, actually had to make a response and said, like, listen, the United States uh, government is ready to defend the United States and its assets. And everybody's like, yeah, what the fuck ever, you can't shoot all of us. And, uh... Oh, uh, yeah, we can. Yeah. And then it then it went from that to a couple people that were, you know, and, and you know, you gotta take all this with a grain of salt, right? Because people just throwing shit up on the internet. Mm-hmm. But you got people taking pictures from meetings... You know, everybody's in fatigue, so it's. I guess it would be pretty hard to stage that. But they take a picture of a bunch of people in a in a, a meeting hall in fatigue, and it's like, great, Area Fifty One meeting. Thanks, assholes. It's like apparently several places, maybe at Area Fifty One, have to act, actually had to sit down and have a meeting. Like, all right, if these fuck sticks show up, what are we gonna do? And um, the guy, he actually is like before they, t- I mean, they deleted it, and that was Alex Jones's problem. Alex Jones was like, you can't be a Christian on Facebook, you can't show the American flag on Facebook, none of which is true. Uh, but this dumbass can um, round up, you know, two million people to go storm Area Fifty One, and he says that this is the first in Facebook's uh, um, 
trial runs to see if they can mobilize an army to um, start a civil war. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is what is happening, yes. That tracks, Alex. Good yeah, job. that tracks. Um, so anyway, it was like a funny thing. It kind of blew up. Everybody's making memes about it. It's kind of fun. I honestly think there's literally three things that are going to happen. I mean, because, yeah, let's say two million people sign up to go. Like, a couple hundred people might actually sh fucking show up. You never know. Like, people from the surrounding towns. Yeah. So, I'm thinking, one, they have a huge party. Everybody fucks. And the surrounding states see a little blip in birth rates in, like, 2020. Yeah. Uh, two, they have a huge party. Uh, a handful of dick, dick dudes uh, actually climb the fence or whatever, get arrested. And, you know, there's no deaths or injuries. They just, like, arrest, like, a half dozen people and say, like, quit it. Um, and three, the army says, fuck it. And they're annoyed by the whole thing. And they strafe the entire crowd with eight ten warthogs. And it's like King's Landing Cup in that bitch. <laughs> I was just saying, it's like, when they're like, wow, you can't shoot all of it. It's like, well, actually, yeah. <laughs> Man, those things are so scary. I was watching um, one of the, one Arma 3 has a real fun version of the warthog you can fly around in it it's just just because it's a sim game it's really realistic and um that but i went down a rabbit hole the other day just reading about how those things work and how powerful they are and that is some horrifying shit oh yeah well there's a reason why the the uh, i want to say the pentagon has tried several times to um propose a replacement or to mothball the a10 warthog and um the air force and army like fuck no this is awesome it works because yeah it works perfectly it does exactly what it's supposed to do it's uh Close, uh, close um, infantry ground support. Um, it, if I remember correctly, they had the gun, the um, the Gatling gun that's prominent out of the the nose of the plane and yeah. runs most of the length of the plane. Like they built that and then designed a plane to carry it into the sky. Yeah, it's more of a gun with a plane around it than a plane with a gun. Yeah, yeah. If you ever want to be like, yeah, you can you can Google the the ones that have landed and they're basically just Swiss cheese and they still fly back and they land. Put more bullets in me. I'll go shoot some more dumbasses. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's fun. Hope everybody has fun with the alien gangbang. Um, wear a condom. You don't know what those guys have. That's excellent. Uh, excellent you, advice. Yeah. You could get you could get space herpes, and I can't imagine space herpes are any good. Your the sores are little singularities all over your yeah. body. Yeah. Little eyeballs start popping up all over your dick. Beep 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 beep. Yeah. That's a uh, Stephen King reference there for anybody not paying attention. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, we haven't done one in a while. We haven't done a podcast in a while, so we got some shit to cover. Uh, Mueller uh, testified before Congress. Did you check that out? I mean, I read the highlights from it. Yeah. I didn't well, like the watch thing. the damn thing. It's like he just it was yes, no, yes, no, no, yes. The funny thing was is like is that you know so Mueller testified. Uh, the Democrats really wanted it to be. Excuse me. Really wanted it to be their you know watershed moment for impeachment. But he was very clear that he was not going to say anything that wasn't in the report. So basically, they wanted him to read the report so they had a soundbite of like, yes, Donald, struck, Donald Trump obstructed justice these ten times. And um, they are like, would you impeach him? And he's like, I'm not going to answer that. But he did say that Donald Trump could be charged with obstruction after he was the president, which was pretty uh, pretty big tell. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So that, and yeah, I wonder that, yeah, now it's, yeah, that's fucking crazy that he well, was, I mean, that's, I mean, it's not going to make much of a difference, but. No, the the uh, I guess I guess the thing that everybody was was wanting to was wanting to look into or worry about or yeah. you know, check was that um, how that interaction affected the polling for impeachment and the number of people uh, in the House. Yes, the House Democrats that were, and so there wasn't a big swing either way. So there wasn't a big swing either way on people who either wanted were for impeachment or against it um, after 
Mueller's testimony. And it was like, like I don't know, a lot of people, um, I don't know, I guess a lot of people wanted way too much out of it because, you know, he, he already said in the report that Donald Trump has obstructed justice at least 10 times. Yeah. So, you know, if you're going to impeach him, fucking impeach him. It's no big deal. Um, but as of now, well, it's kind of funny. Like, after he did it, of course, Sean Hannity took a victory lap and said, like, I told you guys there's nothing there, no collusion, no obstruction. And then proceeded to uh, try to destroy Mueller for the report that apparently exonerated Trump. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's the fun thing. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't. I don't see the point here. Yeah. Well, it's, nothing he does has a point. So. Yeah. But uh, I guess uh, as of a couple days ago, the majority of House Democrats are now in favor of impeachment. That I mean, I, I I still don't. I mean, we. Uh, whatever. Um, I mean, if you want to do an impeachment inquiry and try to dig up a bunch of stuff, I just still don't really, it's all posturing at this point. Cause again, it's not going to get anywhere and it's, I, mean, I don't know. That's, I don't, I don't, you, I, I just feel like Democrats should be more worried about an election than anything else. Well, what they really should do is, is put some money into getting editorial control of fucking, uh, Fox and friends and maybe, there you go. Yep. Yep. Just buy you, it. If you can get Steve Ducey to say that solar power is, is, is the bee's knees, um, yeah, we'll have it in like two weeks. Or Buffett could just buy Fox News and just turn it into whatever he wants. I don't know if Come I on, wondered about that. Um, okay, going back a little bit farther, I want to talk about something that really annoys me. And we have a thread. Um, Shay, I don't know if you've had the TV on at all today, but we have two new awesome mass shootings. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know about that. I don't want, I don't, I, as I make a point, I don't watch cable news, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I've got that. That shit comes across my newsfeed for sure. So if we back up, I think we can draw a direct line between some shit that happened a couple weeks ago, what the what Donald Trump likes to say, and like what happened yesterday, or at least the motivations behind one of the shooters yesterday. So if we go back to while we were, were both uh, of them in Texas, or was it two different places? One was in El Paso, Texas. One was in Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. That's right. I mean, I didn't right. think about the time. The weird thing is that they happen, you know, hours apart. Like, you know, yeah. You know, everybody says two mass shootings in 24 hours. It wasn't even that. It was like fucking 10 hours or something like that. Um, but, but if we go back in time a little bit, while we were at the beach, Donald Trump held a um, the Presidential Social Media Summit. Did you, did you follow any, any of this uh, shit? I remember it being like none of the people, like no one who actually has any weight in that area was invited. Like it was all... The like nut jobs on the internet, but like Google and fucking Amazon and those people didn't, and Facebook were not there, you know. Exactly. So it was it was a White House. So this was billed as the Presidential Social Media Summit, where Donald Trump invited all the people that are quote unquote uh, banned, shadow banned, and cluster fucked on the internet, whatever yeah. you want to call it. So they, like you just said, all the people who are being censored because they're conservative by the big three, but he did not invite the big three: Twitter, Google, and, and Facebook. Yeah. They were not invited. Um, Alex Jones wasn't invited, right? Oh, fuck no. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, <laughs> there were several people that they knew they couldn't invite because, I mean, like, uh, Milo Yannanopoulos, whatever the fuck his name yeah. is, um, he basically got booted out of the uh, polite society because uh, some video came up of him years ago saying, like, listen, it's okay to have sex with young boys. Like, that's how they're going to learn to have sex with dudes. And everybody's like, what? No, it's not right. Yeah. And like he he did it on this like weird live stream where there were like eight other guys. You know like you know those kind of face those I'm sorry YouTube channels where it's got you know like this scrolling thing at the bottom of all the people that are on yeah. the line. Yeah. 
And so, like, Milo's in it, and he's like, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I would have never have been so good at sucking dick if it wasn't for Father So-and-so. And, like, you've got to teach these kids when they're young. And, like, all of these fucking neckabeards were like, that sounds a lot like pedophilia, dude. He's like, no, no, it's totally cool. So he kind of, like, you can't have him at the White House. You just can't. No. Can't have a guy who's who admitted maybe to sort of having some pedophilia at the White House. Of course, you can't let Alex Jones go. He's, he's, he, he's, he's a twat. Um... So a couple of these people that were like, quote unquote, the most banned people, they weren't invited because they're so toxic. But like, you got people like uh, Bill Mitchell, who's a huge QAnon dipshit. Um, uh, you've got that singer who always wears the uh, um, MAGA dress, um, Brent uh, Brent Bazell. Um, he like he does the Media Research Center, which exposes uh, bias. He works with um, Veritas a lot. Yeah. You got this guy Ali Alexander, who's this? Uh, who's supposed to be this? Um, conservative like mover and shaker, but he's one of Alex Jones's toadies. So like Infowars was like he he's, he hosts on Infowars all the time. So like Al- Infowars was represented there, but like Alex wasn't there. So Alex Al- I'm sorry Ali Alexander, he changed his name from Ali Akbar because he has two felonies for credit card fraud and theft. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, so that guy is uh, he's cool. Uh, we've got of course James O'Keefe from Protect Veritas. He's a convicted felon for um, uh, trying to plant illegal wiretaps and falsifying evidence. Uh, you got the Heritage Foundation. They're the people that come up with a list of um, judges Trump's going to pick. You got Charlie Kirk's huge face and um, huge head and small face. That's a uh, Turning Point USA. Uh, Foster Freeze gives them billions, millions of dollars to be a grassroots. Um, they're just there's you got. Uh, this is one of the things that caught my eye. Carpe Donctum. Have you heard about this dipshit? Uh, it's a, a guy on Twitter, right? Right. Well, yeah, he's, he's Carpe Donctum. He goes by Carpe Donctum. He considers himself a meme smith. His real name is Kevin Logan. And whenever Oh, people, yeah. Whenever he he people, makes a lot of those, like, CNN memes that are, like, wrestling memes right. and shit, right? So like, yeah. Yeah, like, these people think they're the height of comedy, and they're just so genius. And all they do is stick a, uh, Donald Trump's head on a, on a picture of, um, you know, Chuck Norris from the 80s and call it, like, fucking hilarious. And, um... But yeah, Carpe Donctum, like, when somebody, like, published his real name, he's like, oh, okay, so I'm just gonna get doxxed and murdered then. They're like, dude, you use your real name on the other Facebook page you use. Yeah. It's not that hard. And so, like, he, um, and this is the thing, like, these people, like, some, some person on Twitter told me very specifically that liberals can't meme. Because she put up some meme about how the president had made the world great in, like, seven days. And I was like, half of that shit's, you know, you know, personal opinion. The other half of it's completely wrong. She's like, well, just because you can't meme. I was like, listen, nah, you can, I those can are the read. same. Those are the same women who will, like, decide they don't like uh, vaccinations. And when you ask them where they get their information, they say Google University. And you just want to fucking slap somebody. Oh, it's it's so weird. Like It's it, that same kind of shit, yeah. All right. Like, this, this, um, this group of people who believe that memes are the highest form of political discourse... Are just fucking pathetic. I mean that that was the whole thing during the election too. That the like four chan and eight chan saying they memed him into office. Exactly, and so um, one of the people that was not invited. Speaking of memes, is uh, uh, Ben Garrison. Are you are you familiar with this guy? Ah, uh, know the name. I don't know. You're gonna say it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well, he he's the one that does all the political cartoons that, where he draws Donald Trump as like this very burly. Oh man. yeah, I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, so. The problem with those are they, you know, of course, the, Donald Trump is just a big sack of lard, but um, they are, he, he, for every, like, super Trump one he does, he'll do two really anti-Semitic 
cartoons. Yep. So he was he was invited to the summit originally, and then uninvited because people were like, "Hey, uh, this guy's not a fan of the Jews." Yeah, he's not that great. Yeah, no. yeah. I, yeah. I do, I do. I, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So like these people, like these meme smiths and these meme artists, and whatever, they see that as like the, like I said, the pinnacle of political discourse because they're like, "Ha ha, I gotcha," and you're like, half of the shit on that, you know, the words on your little picture there are wrong. Ha ha, gotcha. Like, okay, uh, I don't I don't think you heard me. Haha, own the libs. Like, no, okay, we're done here. Fucking morons. So, Shay, you've talked about this before. All these people are kicked off social media because their First Amendment rights are violated, or could it be another reason? Uh, no, it's probably because they violated the terms of service they agreed to on a private platform. Oh, uh, congratulations, sir. You win today's, uh, today's prize. Yay, what I win, what I win. I don't know, I'll, I'll mail you a beer. Um, that doesn't sound right, but all right. Yeah, when a, when a, here's when a, a warm boy. shaking Bud Light from Chicago. <laughs> Fantastic. When, when a warm PBR tall boy shows up your house, you're gonna feel like a winner. Um, right. Yes. So all these people were kicked off of the social media for being fucking racist and white nationalist bullshit. A lot of these people like to talk over and over again about how uh, Muslims are bad and gonna ruin our country. Of course, there's the the lovely trope of um, we've got Muslim no-go zones all over America. Not a fucking bit of that's true. Sean Hannity will still say that on national radio. Um, So this is why these assets get kicked off. Because they're racist, they're anti-Semitic, they're anti-Muslim. And and about half the time they're like well you know what you should do you should just murder all the you know the muslims or something like that they 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 propose out and out violence and that's where they get booed so fast forward to the next week uh, i don't know if you've been following this shay but trump had quite a week there where he was uh you know saying some racist shit on twitter just being a racist grandpa on twitter yeah yep <laughs> uh, so he followed up this uh, uh, presidential media summit where everybody was basically removed from uh, social media for being you know, racist asshats. And he followed that up by being a racist asshat. And we, of course, know, like, this has been in the news for a while. He uh, attacked the quote-unquote squad, told them to go back to their homes where they came from. Um, the full quote is, you know, go back to your home where you came from and then come back or fix that and then come back here and tell me you had to fix my country. That kind of bullshit. Um, he said that to uh, represent, rep- Representative Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, Representative Ilhan Omar, Representative Tashida Talib, I always mess that up, and Representative Presley, uh, all four of those women, believe it or not, are uh, United States citizens. You're not allowed to be a congressman or a congresswoman without being a citizen of the United States. It's kind of the game we play. And and three of them were born here, right? Yes. uh, um, Everyone um, but uh, Omar. Yeah, Ilhan uh, Ocasio Cortez, uh, Tlaib Presley were all born here. Um, Ilhan Omar was a um, uh, Shiite, lost it, uh, Somalian uh, refugee. She came here as a refugee. Uh, she, um, fun fact, she's had her citizenship longer than Melania Trump. Yeah, I remember reading yeah. that. Yeah, so that's fun. So uh, basically, every he uh, Donald Trump said a bunch of racist shit, and then everybody said, "Well, it's not racist. He just he just doesn't like them." It's like, well, then why do you tell him to go back to their home country? Yeah, why, like, are you tell, yeah. why are you telling four women of color to go back to your home country? Yeah, no, that's I mean that's the, again that's that's you know I know some people are arguing that it's like a broader political strategy, but I really just think him it's just him firing off shit online because that's that's a little too on the nose for me to think it's intentional. I think that was him like taking a dump and getting pissed off about something and firing some shit off, and then once it was out there, it was out there. So 
Well, that, yeah, no, I, I, I think I a thousand percent agree with you because that's how he runs his entire presidency. Yeah. There's, like, and and um, we're gonna nominate this guy for national security director a week later. Never mind, he's never done yeah. this before. Yeah. He doesn't even know where the fucking building is. Yeah. That that was a, yeah that was a that was a fucking uh, whiplash right there. God. Um, one of the more funny things for that week, since we didn't have a podcast around to cover it, um, uh, people, myself included, were calling the president of the United States racist. And then a lot of people says, hey, you just can't call him racist. And I was, my first was like, well, you know, birtherism is pretty fucking racist. He yeah. did that in 2012. Like, you guys knew that this, so we get into this weird place where like, people are like, hey, that's racist. And then other people are like, hey, you can't call the president racist. And then like, yeah, surely fucking can. And they're like, well, and then so the Republicans are in this weird place where they have to defend Donald Trump about being uh, about being called racist, but then like not really thinking the shit he said was racist, so their defense isn't very good. I I honestly don't even think it's that. I think they're just like, well, shit, we have to buckle down on this. Like they just know it's they know he's racist and it's it's not good. But it's one of those things where they go, really, this shit again? All right, and they've just all agreed to bite, grin and bear it. Oh yeah, I, I, I think yeah, yeah, I, I agree too. Uh, my favorite one. Even if they this, don't think it's, even if they don't think it's racist, I guarantee you they all understand why the rest of the country thinks it's racist. And it's one of those kind of like they see the tweet, they see the tweet go out, and then it's just like fucking facepalm, like oh god damn it, all right, how are we gonna, how are we, and then it's like fuck it, just just bold face, pretend like it's not a problem, and we'll just get, we'll just bulldoze through this until he does something else, and everyone forgets about it. That is exactly. Uh what they're doing i think you're right but in this case i thought they actually took it up to 11 you know um yeah and this and this one of my favorites was um I, and i saw this in two places um a guy named roger kimball uh one of my fraternity brothers shared an article that it was um the white supremacy phantom and basically the article was like hey donald trump's awesome yeah he might be a little racist but he's awesome yeah in that article, he said that, hey, listen, everybody's a person of color. My particular color is a nice shade of pink. So everybody's a person of color. Stop saying that Donald Trump is only mean to women of color. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Um, I don't know if you have a history book handy, Shay, but I looked through a couple of them, and I don't, I don't remember any place where somebody was lynched because they were a nice shade of pink yeah. and, talk, and talked to a woman who was not a nice shade of pink. No, that's, again, that's just, yeah, that's just dumb. That's yeah. just dumb. So, so okay, so you got some some jackass on, on The Spectator wrote an article. Then, Representative Mike Kelly of Pennsylvania said the exact same fucking thing to cameras. Yeah, no. yes. He, he said, he said, Swish. I'm white. He said, Swish. I'm white. I'm, white's a color, so I'm a person of color. And I'm like... Yes, technically you are correct. Since we have no translucent humans, um, white is a color, or technically the mix of all the colors. Oh man, you beat me to it. That is yeah. technically correct, and it is the best kind of correct. Continue. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so they were put in this really fucking weird place, and um, then uh, Donald Trump had a, um, I think it was he had a. Um, one of his bullshit rallies where we pay a lot of money for everybody to chant with him that he's awesome. Um, I want to say it was in South Carolina, but I believe I'm wrong. I believe that was in North Carolina. I think I have a, a typo here. Um, I'll check it while, while I'm looking this up. But anyway, during that, uh, during that, um, 
No, North Carolina. Okay, yeah, North Carolina. Um, so during during that um, rally in North Carolina that Trump Trump loves to do, right? Because everybody cheers his name, and every time he says something, uh, you know, mush brained, they go, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they start a chant of. He talked about Ilhar Ilhar Omar. He brought up Representative Ilhar Omar and said, you know, she doesn't love America like we do. Some bullshit. And the crowd chanted, "Send her back." Yeah, and he's like, ha ha. Yes. The next day, he said, no, 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 I, I spoke very quickly, and I, I, I kept my speech going, so it shut them up. And actually, no, watch the tape. He, he, he takes a step back away from the podium. He sits there and enjoys it for 13 full fucking seconds. Yeah. And so, bullshit. Um, the day after that, um, after he said, uh, I spoke very quickly and stopped the chant. The day after that, he told everybody, and he, he defended them to, one of, one of my favorite things, and this is just a short aside, but one of my favorite things is when Donald Trump leaves the White House and talks to the press on his way to Air Force One, mm-hmm. or Marine One, I'm sorry, um, and he talks to the press, because he just says the most ball shit, you know, blue ribbon, ding-dong, dipshit stuff, just off the cuff. That's yep. great. And, and during one of those interactions, he defended the people at the North Carolina rally and said they were patriots. And I would like to say that these people are swine. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Um, Human garbage. We do a lot of hemming and hawing nowadays. Like, um, you've heard the phrase that, like, all Trump supporters are racist. That's that's clearly not true, Shay, right? No. I mean, clearly you can find a Trump supporter that's not racist. You can, you can probably find a fucking couple fucking Democrats that are racist. Um... A phrase that I think is closer is that, you know, not all Trump supporters are racist, but pretty sure all racists are Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of that kind of inclusion is probably a little bit better. Um, if you're listening to this and you're a Trump supporter, um, actually, what the fuck are you doing listening to this podcast? We're, we are not your audience. You, you are not our audience. No. Um, but, you know, you should not have to feel uh, inclined to defend Trump about his racism, period, one way or the other. Um, I don't want to make too many blanket statements about the people that support Donald Trump, except I will make one very definitive statement. The people at that rally who chanted, send her home, are fucking swine. Yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Fuck them. Fuck them left, fuck them left, fuck them right. Fuck them straight back to their, you know, their hovels in North Carolina, wherever they came from. I don't give a shit. That was some of the most outright blatant bigotry I've seen on national fucking TV in years. I mean, that's, that's, you know, but then that's also, uh, I think it's also important to remember that the people that are going to go to his rallies are like, those are the frantic crazy ones too. Oh yeah. Yes, like yes, the yes, people yes. at those rallies are the craziest ones, uh, of his base because those, those are the, cause those are the ones that like sit out there for fucking six hours in the rain to listen to him speak. Yeah. And those, those are kind of, those, those compilations are some of my best compilations where they like send the Daily Turk, or I'm sorry, the Young Turks or the Daily Show. We'll send somebody out there just to talk to the people that are waiting in line. And like, oh man, it was one in Florida where they were just getting douched in rain. Like the people that came out to see him were there five hours before him. And they were just getting swamped. So you got all these people stand there. It's like, you know, of course, it's like 96 degrees, 113% humidity. They're just getting rained on sideways, and they just not having a good time. And then you got some little punk with a microphone going, "So, what do you think about Donald Trump's tax policy?" They're like, mm. "Fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a tax break? Are you a millionaire? <laughs> no. Oh, look at that. <laughs> you look pretty soggy. You look pretty wet. That's that's, that's, that's fine. You know. Yeah. Wish you could yeah. make it dry again, huh? 
Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, like, I know you can come up, like, you can go out there and find a bunch of Obama supporters and make him say stupid shit. I mean, that, oh, that yeah. Mean? I mean, Jimmy Kimmel does it fucking every week. But, like, the fact that you can go to every Trump rally and, and make a reel like that is really fucking fun. Yeah. It, I, well, I love it, too, when, you know, there'll be every now and then you'll see interviews with different shows like that. And, you know, because the thing that, you know, the way that they talk to a lot of people and then they air, they only need a handful of responses. There to you use. Go. Yep. So, you know, and there's the ones where they'll like, they'll start the, the people will start to talk and then it clicks what's going on. They're like, yeah, no, I'm not in on this. I'm, I'm done. Like, that's not, yeah. yeah. Cause I feel like as if you didn't have your head up your ass, when those guys are going up and down that line, you would be like, okay. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, and then, cause there's always people like, nope, not talking to you, you know, or, or, you see, um, you see, uh, much like our buddies at um, Chapa Trap House, you see them, like, they saw the reporter, quote-unquote reporter. Let's just use that word, reporter, big capital letters. Because I'm sure these people don't give a shit whether they're from the Young Turks or from uh, the Majority Report or from fucking The Daily Show or CNN or, you know. Yeah. If it's not Fox News or InfoWars, they don't give a shit. Like, it's it's fake news to them. Doesn't even fucking matter. Um, well, there's a new one, One American News. Have you heard about these guys? No. Yeah, it's it's quickly becoming Donald Trump's uh, alternate to Fox News because when Donald like when Fox News does a poll and it shows he's losing by like fucking fourteen to Joe Biden, um, he's like, "Well, fuck Fox News. I'm gonna go watch One American News." And basically, all all they do is play um, like the Star Spangled Banner behind a picture of Donald Trump just like punching Nazis or something. Like, it's just really weird. Um, it's complete fucking propaganda. But, like, these people see these, the reporter come up, and they're like, oh, fuck fake news, I'm going to give them peace of my mind. And I can see them, like, waiting to step up and deliver what they think is that that devastating blow that's going to make CNN shut down, you know. I like it, I liken it a lot to, uh, you don't listen to a lot of talk radio, do you, Shay? I do every day, we're talking about. Uh, conservative talk radio. Oh, God, no. Okay, if you watch, if you watch, listen to me, I'm dumb, I've only had, like, four beers, um, if you listen to some Sean Hannity or some Rush Limbaugh, because they have a, a large fan base and it takes you know it takes it can take people months to get in right to get in get in a call with with either of their two idols. Yeah. And if uh, if you listen to it long enough, you'll get the guy who has been on hold for about forty fucking minutes and thinks he has the best zinger in the world. And he like gets on, he's like, "Hey, uh, this is Rush Limbaugh show. Uh, what do you want to talk about, Dave? Like, oh, I don't know, but like uh, maybe if Hillary Clinton was such a great person, we would have fucking had uh, you know Hillary Clinton care. Oh, uh-huh. you know, like whatever joke is just fucking dies. And like you could tell they've been holding on to this zinger for forty minutes. Yeah. And the host's like, "All right, next caller. Click. Next. Yep. All right, good for yep. you, buddy. <laughs> it's like what the fuck's that about? So I could totally see. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I could totally see them wanting like waiting for it, but." All right, so that shit, uh, that happened, and then we go to, um, I think we can draw, okay, and then and then it brings us back to this, this shooting, sir, because I think we can draw a pretty consistent line between Donald Trump's rhetoric about sending people back home, um, immigrants, illegal immigrants are infestations, um, there's an invasion, all that shit, you can watch that on CNN, to what we got, uh, what happened yesterday, which is a white nationalist, he left, he put some, um, some uh, manifesto. Um, so we had two attacks in 24 hours. You got 20 dead in El Paso, 26 injured, nine dead in Dayton, 26 injured, um, less than you know hours apart. The guy in El Paso, te- we know a lot about the guy from El Paso, Texas. We don't know a lot about the guy from Dayton, Ohio yet. I think they've released his name. Um, 
But yeah, the guy from uh, El Paso, Texas, was a straight up white nationalist. Yeah, um, tar- targeted that targeted that um, Walmart because it was in a uh, immigrant bar town. He drove. He was from the Dallas area. He drove to El Paso, which is nine hours away. Um, posted his, his uh, posted his little manifesto. I haven't looked through it. I don't think I will. Fuck it. Fuck that guy. Um, basically, was targeting Hispanics. Talked about how there's an invasion of immigrants. All that shit that Donald Trump has said over and over again. Um, Mick, Mul- Mick Mulvaney, uh, President Trump's chief of staff, uh, he was out first thing this morning saying, and this is a direct quote, no politician is to blame for these mass shootings. Oh. Um, about an hour and a half later, he went on the uh, Meet the Press and complained that the Democrats had brought politics into this too soon. Um, so if you weren't paying attention to the news, uh, Mick Mulvaney, you can go fuck yourself. Um, and then you'll love this, Shay. Uh, as of like, I don't know, three or four hours ago, Republican leadership is blaming this on video games. I did see that. That shit. That cracks me up. Yeah. Okay. That's that 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 is like such a standard old dude response, and it's it's one that's been debunked over and over again. They might as well be blaming rap music, like they did in the '90s. Like, seriously, it's always something. That shit cracks me up. Well, and the funny thing is, like, right after this, I had a couple people on Facebook. Send me or one one guy send me an article. I'm not gonna tell who here, but somebody sent me an article, and it was an article written by some guy. Uh, I don't know the guy. I don't know his research, but it was an article saying that there is a direct link between uh, video games and increased violence. And I was like, okay, well that's great, but like here's another study by Oxford done, you know, a couple months ago that says there is no yeah connection. Like we can pull studies out of our ass all day. Um, but I'm here to tell you right now, like, before we get on this podcast today, I played Destiny for about two and a half hours. I killed a fuckload of aliens. Yeah. It did not dehumanize me to alien value. Yeah. I'm also not itching to get up into space and kill me some more aliens. Um, this connection is horseshit. Yeah, no, it, it's one of those things that just, I, I, I honestly do feel it's like it's one of those things where it gets thrown out because they're like, oh, well, we got to say something. And I'm like 70, so video games are bad. Comic books are bad. Well, this is going to play perfectly to the boomer audience of Fox News. Oh, yeah, I don't love that. But, yeah, but I, I think that's also one of those things that, like, People, st- people now usually the smart ones go okay, okay, sure, bud, <laughs> sure, bud. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is, is the point that you would look to is like, okay, so we have video games, but so does the United Kingdom. Yeah. So, so does so does Europe. So does, so all does of Australia. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. They're not popping off like we are, huh? Must be something different about America than all these other countries. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, like it doesn't stack up. It doesn't stack up like that. And I and, and you're exactly right. This the the video games ruined your grandkid thing is gonna uh, is gonna play perfectly on Fox News to their uh, butter zone demographic of sixty five and older. Yeah. Um. Uh. So that's so that's funny. But you're 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 right because that's the story they want to go to because they they will not. I've watched a lot of news today or listened to it as I walked around the lab. They will not mention anything about the El Paso shooters, white nationalists. Um, ties no where, um like and and let me be very clear and i think you would agree with this like i don't think donald trump should be charged for fucking murder because these people listen to the things he said well, and duh. 
right? That's just ridiculous. But we have to, I, I think you have to admit that, like, when Donald Trump spends a year saying, we're being invaded, these people are infesting us, and then some guy goes off and kills a bunch of people saying, hey, listen, we're being invaded, those people are infesting us. Like, there's a fucking connection there. Well, then there, you know, you've got, like, I, don't, I can't, it, it's not really fun because it's not, or not one of those, like, real dramatic things because you can't really hear it, but there's that clip that's floating around. Um of uh, a rally a few months ago where someone oh, yeah. shouts sh- shout shoot him about doing the uh, is how you should deal with immigrants and Donald mm-hmm. Trump just kind of jokes about it. He's like, yeah, well, only the panhandle. Can you say that? Oh, yeah. Right. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man stays classy. Yeah. I'm just really surprised watching the news like how like, well, I mean, like just like I said, they're gonna say to use this. They're gonna use this video game narrative because they're not gonna talk about the white nationalist connection to these guys, and that's why we should. That's why, like, I feel like, like that's why we've talked in this arc that I've created for you here. Because if you go from this to Donald Trump's treatment of of um, his words about immigrants and even immigrants that are serving in the goddamn Congress, and then you go back up even further to the people that are quote unquote being censored on Facebook because of their you know their quote unquote conservative values. No. It's why I listen to Alex Jones. Alex Jones has done nothing but rant that these people are invading and infesting our country. Yeah. These people do nothing but rant like that. So when these people hear this shit and then hear it validated by the sitting POTUS, it's a bad fucking deal. So they're not going to talk about that. And they sure as fuck aren't going to talk about gun control or any kind of legislation. So why don't we set blame it all on Call of Duty Black Ops? Or Cod Blops, as my friend likes to call it. Anyone who calls it cod blops in conversation should immediately have be slapped. Yeah. Well, he was like, if we're going to call it uh, Call of Duty COD, I was like, nobody calls that. Yeah. So I've heard COD, but COD is fine, guys. Call of Duty is yeah. fine. COD is fine. fine. Yeah. That's good. I, I haven't I haven't played those games in years. That, that was one of those ones. It's kind of like Halo, where I played them every year for four or five years or however, you know, whenever the releases were and got burned out on it. And I haven't checked those out in a while. But, you know, I'm, I'm told they're still fun. I uh, I pick them up later. Like, mm-hmm. the Call of Duty, and, uh, like, I guess the last one was Infinite Warfare or something like that. Like, I got it for, like, 20 bucks off eBay. And you boot it up, you load it, and you're like, oh, this is cool. And you play it for a couple days, you're like, no, anyway. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, they don't hold up. Well, because when you're not 16 and you don't have, like, fucking all day to just fucking grind on uh, the uh, um, multiplayer. Like, back yeah. in the day, you had to, like, you had to reach a certain level to get the AK-47 or whatever the fuck you wanted. Now you just, like, fucking throw some uh, Bitcoin their way and... They give it to you. Yeah. All right. Uh, and that's why that shooter in Texas shot people up, because he was angry about... Loot crates. Loot crates. Video yeah. games did it. Yep. Um... Uh, one last thing before we get off of this super fun topic. Um, I t- did notice that this is kind of ironic that this happened just days after Donald Trump wanted to um, classify Antifa as a terrorist organization. Yep. They don't want, they don't want to talk about anything like the FBI, the CIA. I think the FBI has already said that the growing the largest growing threat is, is domestic terrorism, very specifically fueled by white nationalist groups, these militia groups. And he's like, well, we should fucking do something about Antifa. Yeah, and it's it's worth saying to date, Antifa has never killed anybody. Uh, QAnon's killed some people. White nationalists killed a bunch of people. Antifa, and eh, just out there with their little uh, little uh, face masks on, and they've uh, beaten up a lot of people they shouldn't have. Yep, and they sh- and they should be charged for that. 
But uh, to the uh, to date, they have not killed anybody. Yeah, who's probably killed somebody? Mm. Alex Jones. Probably, yeah. All right. Indirectly. Do you ever watch? Uh, you do you listen to Knowledge Fight? Uh, I know, I know what it is. I don't really care yeah. enough to, to. They they uh they end every one of their podcasts with they pick somebody they talk about. He's like, you know, who's totally never killed anybody? This guy. But you know, probably has killed somebody. Alex Jones. Alex oh, Jones. <laughs> all right all right last but not least let's uh let's talk about some fun stuff because we haven't talked about fun stuff in a while we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about since last time we did a podcast we had san, san diego comic-con there's been a lot of fucking trailers released we didn't even talk about that so let's just boom 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 first and most importantly picard looks goddamn. Awesome. yeah it does that that new picard show looks real solid i forget did you watch any of discovery i have not yes it is solid it is uh discovery is a real um uh, it's where, you know, just even balance, in my opinion, between like the J.J. Abrams stuff and from those newer movies and then the classic Star Trek. It's, you know, it's a lot more shiny and there's a lot more action, but it's not as much action. And there's still a lot of like diplomacy and all that fun shit. So my complaint about shows like Discovery and any of those sci-fi shows where they, you know, you have a standard canon. Let's say you start with for, for me and you, I would say Next Generation is our bread and butter because that's when we were, you know. We've seen the uh, original series, Star Trek, the original series. We've seen those episodes. DS9 on... is my favorite Star Trek. The ones I grew up watching were Voyager and uh, um, Next Gen. Right, right. I, I loved Voyager. I thought the, I thought Voyager was a great uh, idea. It, it, it made me interested because I was always uncomfortable the ship never worked right. Yeah. It always made me uncomfortable that they're flying through the fucking yeah. uh, gamma quadrant with like a ship at sixty percent or whatever. It's like, oh, this this yeah, touched my OCD. I, I, and that was uh, they they carried on some tradition that uh, DS Nine set because DS Nine also focused a lot more on like the hardware and the repair of the shit the station they were on because yeah. it was always falling apart. Um, and like the you know it's uh you get that's when they started using a lot of those cool camera shots where like the cameras inside the console they're working on and they're just reaching down toward the camera and you oh, yeah. like vaguely see things that look like wires and shit going around so it gives you this neat perspective um voyager did a lot of stuff like that too it was a lot of fun deep space nine was also the first uh star trek episode where they just sat on a station and waited for everybody to come fuck their shit up yep event i forget which season they get to defiant once they get to defiant they they have they have a few episodes in the season they're always like they're out going somewhere and doing something and something goes wrong but those first couple seasons of ds9 are rough because they don't really figure out their flow of having that kind of serialized drama but then once once they figure it out it's fucking awesome yeah but meanwhile back in ranch dale said to roy that one of the best parts of Star Trek Next Generation, it was even a joke on uh, Big Bang Theory, was, you know, uh, um, Star Trek uh, Original Series or Star Trek Next Generation? And the correct answer is uh, Original Series over Generation, but Picard over Kirk. Yeah. So that's the riddle. But So we got we got John Luke Picard coming back. He's, uh, I mean, Patrick Stewart's, what, a thousand years old right now? Yeah, I'm actually, really, um, I'm going to look that up right now just because I'm, I'm super curious about how old he is. Uh, he's 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 uh, and he hasn't aged a day, uh, um, so we have a show where he's seventy nine. Yeah, seventy nine. He's retired from Star Trek. Uh, or Starfleet. Starfleet Come on now. Uh, he was fired from the show. Uh, whatever. He retired from the show. Uh, he retired from the show. Yeah, he retired from Starfleet. He's uh, out there living his best life, but he feels like there's something missing, so he gets back into the game, and he uh, gets a new ship with a, a you know a younger crew, and they basically like look to him to be the Picard that they've. You know, read about for decades, and yeah, uh, I think it's important to remember here, though, that in this sh- this new show, he is not in Starfleet. 
No, he is. No, he, it's like he's basically got a, a ship with somebody, and um, there's a whole big mystery, something with the Borg, of course, and then there's yeah. a little girl, and uh, you know, some friends and I have various nerd theories about that, and the popular one is that that little girl is the daughter of the Borg Queen from First Contact, and uh, him when he was assimilated. Because they they would have his DNA, they could do that. I don't, you know, that could be it. You never know. There's yeah. it could be a bunch of shit, but. You know, and you right. got what's it like B12 or B whatever the other data from Nemesis that was less complicated mm-hmm. or less advanced. He's in there. Yeah, it looks great. Seven of nine. Yeah, it'll be. Well, they're bringing back. They're bringing back data. They're bringing yeah. back seven of nine. Well, if it's um, it may not be data because the, did you see Nemesis? Do you remember that one? Because that mm-hmm. was the one where data died and then his consciousness got uploaded into like a less advanced, like early version of his body so it's not as functional so i'm kind of hoping we get a like somewhat brain damage data maybe i don't know it'd be weird well but like also like yeah, you would have to assume that they can like fix data in the current like the current current yeah. Tip, yeah. This, is, yeah. this would be i don't know 20 or 30 years later i'm not really sure yeah yeah so that coming we got seven of nine coming that's my girl she's my girl she looked great in that she looked good in that little uh, spandex suit there um, uh, Commander Riker's coming back. You got Diana Troy returning. Uh, they're they're apparently still married. Like, oh, I, I can't I can't say enough about how fucking awesome that looks. Yeah, it looks so great. Yeah. Um, and I, I like but, I like the idea because Stewart has said in the past he wouldn't do another Star Trek if it was just more next gen. He's like, I've already done that, so he only wanted to do something if it was different. So I'm interested to see what uh, what they're what they've done with it. That's not till next year though, right? Yeah, it's 2020. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's coming out until 2020. So we got we got plenty of times for nerd spoilers and nerd you know, yeah. blog posts and all that I'll shit. probably spend the next few months rewatching all my all the Star Treks I want to watch. You know? Oh fuck yeah! yeah. I fell off. Um, I fell off after in in Voyager after they went through the fluid space and they the species two uh, was it eight four seven two. Eight four seven two thingy. That's like uh, that's like season five or six, I think. Yeah, and they only went seven seasons, so like I think I missed a lot of season six, and I got back in season seven. So I would fu- totally fucking love to watch all that shit and all the next gen episodes because they had some good ones. Um, speaking of space stuff, we got the Expanse coming back for season four, and recently they've uh, already announced season five. But um, for season four, we're gonna get our death slugs. I actually haven't watched the trailer for that. It's pretty good. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I, for, I forgot all about. That. I forgot that was the thing. Did it have a release date? Uh, uh it's like October, December this year. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like it's it's, right, it's pretty soon. Um, so yeah, so uh, the expand. So this is the book four, uh, Kibola Burn. This is where they go to one of the new planets they've come. They found mm-hmm. through the rings, and uh, um, they turn it on, and so you've got this huge planet-wide, you know, equipment. It's basically a planet-wide machine that turns yeah. on shit. And, and judging, and, and since you haven't uh, seen the trailer, um, I think you'll be ple- pleasantly surprised because they do really get the scale right. Like, you know, they turn a key and, like, the planet starts transforming. Like, yeah, it's that's cool. Giant. I'll have to, yeah, I'll, giant I'll watch shit. it after we do this. But, uh, that, yeah, that's a... I need to fucking get those books. Or, uh, like, the last... Isn't the, the last book is out or it's coming out? I mean, forget... The last book is out. Okay, so it's so I'm yeah. I still have, I'm I'm on Babylon's Ashes because I st- I took a break for a few years, obviously. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's get to that. 
Yeah, so yeah, The Expanse, that's a book series and a TV show. If, if you guys are listening, haven't seen it or read it, watch the show. It's fucking awesome. Um, the books are great. The books are great because, like, there's always a big buildup and, and it's and the, the cas- cataclysmic thing happens, but it's never what you think it's going to be. Yeah. Or yeah. there's always some little twist on it that was that, and right. they read they do that in the show pretty well too. Uh, be like it'd be like if Optimus Prime uh, defeated Megatron in the first Transformers by sticking a paperclip in the back of his head. Yeah, zap. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, hit you know, tricks him to stand up into a light socket. You know, zzz, zzz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Okay. Uh, we got. Uh, all right. So we had the San uh, San Diego Camp San Diego Comic Con, and we got like the next like two years of Marvel movies. We got Black Widow. Black Widow's been already announced and like there was an article I read the other day that everybody was like hyping they're like Black Widow's gonna be uh, more close combat fight scenes. Like no shit she doesn't have superpowers. Yeah. I mean I hope it's good. I, I don't really care. Um, I think it'll be good. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it will be but that's just kind of one of those origin stories. I'm, yeah whatever. And But uh, you know I expect the next couple years of Marvel movies to be like that because you know it's gonna be a lot of the smaller stories like Doctor Strange is gonna have another movie come out. <laughs> Um, right. well, before here, we get into like another phase, yeah. Yeah, so you got Black Widow, the Eternals, um, WandaVision, which is like supposed to be like a, sh- is a show on Disney Plus. You got Loki, which is a show on D- Disney Plus. You got Hawkeye, which will be a show on Disney Plus. We got a new Blade announced. That I am fun. excited about. I'm yeah, a little bummed be because there's no way it's going to be rated R like the older ones, those the older Blade movies were. Right. Um, right. But. I still, yeah, I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic because the dude they've got playing Blade is the same guy that played Cottonmouth, I think. Right. And, yes. Uh, and uh, was that was that was that the first season of Luke Cage? Yes. Yeah, and he's he's really good, and I, I re- and he's done some other shit that's really solid. Um, and I just fucking love the Blade character, so I, I'm excited for it. Um, it's only fun. if that, yeah, well, that means we can start seeing Blade pop into other movies, and then we're gonna then we're finally getting the Fantastic Four, huh? In Marvel. So, <clears throat> yeah. So. Uh, the other the other half of the shit that's that's been um, so you got the Falcon and Winter Soldier which is going to be like your buddy rom com, um, they they had a they had a good what was it it wasn't um, was it Endgame where they had a good little thing going uh, no, Civil War I'm sorry yeah. Civil War yeah Civil War like they're in the car like elbowing each other when when fucking Captain America finally gets a kiss yeah uh, yeah 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so you got Falcon Winter Soldier. That's gonna be apparently gonna be a show on Disney Plus. You got uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. This is, I think, gonna be where they're gonna bring in the actual Mandarin. Mm-hmm. I would love to have a real Mandarin. And it would be so easy to just bring in a real Mandarin and be like, yeah, but I thought he's arrested. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I you know, I do a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, that's kind. It's fine. There's, yeah, there's been mean, a lot of Mandarins. Yep. Uh, you got Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness. You've got What If, which will be a Disney show. That holds some promise I don't think we, we, we really fully understand. So for those of you that don't read a lot of comics, Marvel has always had a what, what If brand where they just throw a bunch of characters in a blender and see what happens. Yeah. And shit like, what if the Venom symbiote bonded with Wolverine? Yeah. And then they just let that fucking story run wild for one, one issue. It's like, what if Spider-Man got... The Iron Man suit. Yeah, you know, whatever the you know, like whatever the hell you want to do. Like, what if um, the Hulk was Galactus? Or just whatever bullshit. You know, you just smash three things together and call it a day. That'll be fun. As if they just go balls out on it. Um, 
And Shay has already talked about, yes, we get another Fantastic Four. Shay, do you have any bets on whether this one's going to suck balls? I mean, it's got nothing to do with any of the ones previously, so I don't imagine why it would. Let's put it this way. It can't suck more balls. That's true. There's no way to make it suck more balls. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really just would love to see a more traditional interpretation of Galactus. That would be so fucking sweet if you brought them in with all this other shit. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that the reason they made Tony Stark the, the science center of the Marvel Universe in the first place was because they didn't have the rights to the Fantastic Four. Because in the comics, it's Reed Richards. So, um, exactly. You know. And that's also part of the reason why uh, the Infinity War saga plays out differently in the Marvel Universe, because a lot of those characters they weren't able to use from the comic. But, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. I, I You know, it's good timing now that, you know, spoiler, Tony Stark's dead. They need someone else to be the, they need more, exactly. like, nerd tech people to do it. So, and having Reed Richards and his, uh, uh, I forget, did he have, he had a company, right? It was like... No, well, they, they were basically like they were based up, basically set up in in uh, Fantastic Four Tower. That's right. Much like much like Tony Stark did with the Avengers Tower, and their funding was like it wasn't a company. They were kind of like a um, foundation. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. So it was like a nonprofit. They ran a nonprofit, and um, for those of you not you know familiar with the Fantastic Four in in too much depth, you know they along with. Reed Richards is is the mirror image of Tony Stark, except he's not an alcoholic, and they they form the always the core go to guys. So like where you know everybody shows up at you know oh what was it fucking um, Endgame, uh, they show up at Tony Stark's cabin. It's like hey we, we need to go back in time, and later that afternoon Tony Stark solves time travel. Yeah, like that's what you do to Reed Richards. You walk in and be like hey Reed Richards we need to do this extremely complicated science thing today. He's like hold on give me twenty minutes. Yeah I got this. Yeah I got this. Um, uh, I am hoping that a solid Fantastic Four movie will pave the way for a solid uh, Secret Invasion movie, which is one of my favorite fucking uh, Marvel crossover events. Yeah. So that's good. That was always fun. That's fun stuff. Um, so, yeah, so we got that. Uh, so we got that going. And then the last thing that was announced, and, and they're, they're going to trickle shit out for a while here. But the last thing that announced that's really, really hit me in my uh, soft spots is uh, Thor Love and Thunder. I am so for this because they're going to introduce the character of Jane Foster as the Mighty Thor. Yep. I am a thousand fucking percent behind. I always forget, why did that happen in the comics? So, for those of yeah, okay, for Shay and those of you that aren't complete nerds, um, the uh, Thor is the god of thunder. He wields a uh, hammer, Mjernor. Um, I gotta get the saying right. They changed it. Um, and uh, Thor is only allowed to wield that hammer while he is worthy to wield that hammer. Yeah, forget. I just don't remember what happened to make him not worthy. I mean, in the in the movies, it's obviously he's a drunk now. Um. Well, uh, the bigger thing is that there was a um, there was a Marvel comic event called um, Original Sin. Where, uh, long story short, a lot of the big, uh, big bad guy or big people in the Marvel universe that were like, like, uh, Watu the Observer. Yeah. Somebody blows his face off. Hmm. And everybody's like, who the fuck killed the Watcher? And so everybody's trying to figure out who killed the Watcher. And it, and it ties into, uh, uh, a lot of Thor's background and, and a lot of the, the, um, 
Asengard backstories, but at one point, Thor is, like, raging um, at Nick Cage, and Nick Cage leans in and whispers something to him, and the hammer just hits the ground. Like, Thor is immediately not worthy. Hmm. So with one whisper from Nick Cage, uh, Thor deemed himself not worthy. And so the hammer immediately left his hand. He couldn't pick it up. Nick Cage? Yep. Uh. Oh, I'm, uh, Fury. Nick Fury. There you go. I, Nick I was going okay. Yeah, I was like, he'll get there. He'll get yeah. there. Yeah. No, Nick. Nick Fury. Nick Fury leaned in, told a uh, very pissed off Thor, uh, whispered something to a very pissed off Thor, uh, immediately dropped Mjolnir, couldn't pick it up. We kept going back to the moon, dropped it on the moon, kept going back to the moon, trying to pick it up, couldn't pick it up. Um, so then he goes on his merry way and he has his own adventures, gets his arm chopped off by some ice giants. Like he has his own, he has his own good story. But um, somebody brings uh, Jane Foster, you know Thor's girlfriend from the first movie, uh, and brings her up to the moon. And she picks up Thor, picks up Mjolnir, and becomes a female version of Thor, dubbed the Mighty Thor. And she has a fourteen comic run and kicks the just fucking kicks ass. It's such a great run. Um, she uh, has cancer the entire time. Like, she's fighting breast cancer. And being Thor actually is killing her because every time she uh, picks up the hammer and becomes Thor, the, the power of Thor forces all the toxins out of her body, which, you know, basically resets her chemo. Yeah, so, okay. So every, so every time she becomes Thor to save the day, she's, like, killing herself. Um, she eventually gives the hammer back to Thor. And right now, her comic run... I haven't read this comic yet, but she's... she's uh, uh, been made one of the Valkyrie. Oh, one word. Of the, one of the Vanguard of, of Asengard. So, like, her run as the Mighty Thor was just phenomenal from the word go. And the reason I was so into it because it was originally um, said that Angela from the Spawn comics was the was the one who would pick up the hammer. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are, um, <clears throat> again, aren't huge nerds, uh, Angela is a is an angel and a Spawn hunter from the Spawn comics. Um Todd McFarlane lost the rights to her back in like the 2000s because the guy that helped create him sued. So, so like Angela's not going to show up in Spawn anymore. And that's why, um, actually Neil Gaiman helped create that character with Spawn or with Todd McFarlane. So that's why she shows up in, in the, uh, Marvel universe now. So originally she was, the one, was supposed to be the one with a hammer. And I was like super into that because, you know, I'm in anything Spawn, but Turned out it's Jane Foster, but it was still a great run. So that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I honestly, I've not, I've not read a ton of Thor comics. I've, I've read a lot about the history of the character, but like, I just, I just haven't fucking bothered. I'm like, ah, I got other shit to, yeah, I, yeah. Thor's, Thor's a fun character to get into. He's one of my staples that I, that I follow. Thor's fun because he is one of the heavy hitters of the Marvel universe, and he will show up like, like in was it, uh, Infinity War? He'll show up and take, you know, stand in front of a star to get his new axe, you know. Uh, his new axe forge, or and he will he will take the the body the body blows and he will show up and save the day. But whenever he's not there saving the day, he's just fucking shit up left and right. Like he cannot keep his shit. Like he's drunk, breaking stuff. He's always fucking shit up. Yep. He's he's a mess. Um. All right, so we got Thor. I'm, I'm super sorry about that. Um, you never did you ever watch Snow Snowpiercer? No. You should watch that. It's fun. They're gonna do a show. Oh really? Why? Does it need a show? I think the show is going to be, um, so the, the movie was done. So the, the premise of Snowpiercer is like we fucked up the environment and we tried to cool it down. We tried to reverse global warming, created a, uh, 
planet-wide ice age. And so, because this makes sense, all the surviving humans are on a, on a, a large train that just circumvents the globe over and over and again. Because this is kind of like, a, what was it, Mortal mortal Engines? Yeah. Let's take all the resources we can, build real big cities that walk around, whatever. Um, in that same vein, there is a movie on uh, Netflix um, that I they just put it on there. Um, and uh, it's called the it's a, it's one of the first really big budget Chinese science fiction movies called it's called The Wandering Earth. And I just I gotta watch. I think it. I know. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, And it's literally the idea: the sun of the earth, the sun dies, so the world governments come together and build giant like city-sized thrusters on the surface yep. of the earth to move the earth to another solar system. And the concept yep. of that is so amazing! I can't wait. I need to watch it. I want to be. I want. I want them to have a good scene where they're like all in a boardroom going, "We're we're we're gonna do what?" Yeah, what? I mean, I, the, you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, I checked out. I was on Facebook a minute there. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah, exactly. Who's going to pay for that? <laughs> well, my whole thing, too, is is I want to know how they... I mean, if the sun is died out or you moved the earth away from the sun, everyone's going to freeze to death pretty instantly. So I want to see how they get around that. I'm, I'm imagining some sort of giant underground city complexes as we fly the earth through space. And then, like, all life on the planet would die, too. So you'd have... I don't know. I just want to watch it. It's like, what? It doesn't make any sense. Well, it's, it's supposed to be, like, visually really cool. All right. Well, let's 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 uh, let's re- let's really think about this. If you have the ability to create enough fusion to build thrusters to do that, yeah, then you have to be able to keep yourself warm somehow. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, obviously, there's the if you're on the surface, you're wearing a spacesuit. There's your there's your plot hole spackle there. But um, yeah. I don't know. I'm really interested to see. Uh, to see that because I remember it's one of those weird movies that like you see a trailer for on some forum somewhere. Cause someone goes, Oh, this looks weird. And then like six months later it's on Netflix. Cause that's what they do. Oh yeah. 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 Cause now, now that they're going to lose a lot of shit when Disney plus launches, which I will probably shamelessly sign up for. Um, uh, cause it's going to have all the Simpsons on it. Um, I, you know, they're just, they're snapping up all these weird foreign movies that I probably would never normally see. So I'm all about it. Yeah, oh no, it looks really fun. Speaking of, um, ooh, hold on, shit, something just came across. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, speaking of plot hole spackle and weird things that we got to think about. Um, oh, we also saw, saw Spider-Man while we were at, at the beach, too, and that was the shit. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Spider-Man fun. Far From Home was very good, just throwing that out there. Yeah, very good. It's fun. I, I was talking to Corey the other day, and I told him, because his uh, son Cole was super into Spider-Man, because from the first one. Because uh, I think his first introduction to Spider-Man was Spider-Man, um, the one with Michael Keaton. What the hell was that called? Michael Keaton. Um, oh, that was uh, that was Homecoming, where he's the Vulture. Yeah, yeah, okay, Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Uh, apparently, his son saw that and was like his first like real big introduction to Spider-Man. I was like, oh, okay, that's a well. good one. Yeah, it was a good it was a good way to get into it. Um, so, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh no, so you've seen Endgame, right? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Um, so one of the things I was just thinking about, like, you know, shower thought the other day was like, one of the main thrusts of Endgame is that, you know, Tony Stark does not want to give up his daughter. So Tony Stark wants everything to go back the way it was, but nothing to change for the people who were here. Yeah. Like he wants, he wants the best of both worlds. Okay. That's fine and dandy. But remember when you snap everybody back into, um, into, uh, reality, you know, ha- uh, you know, half of the planet comes back. Yeah. A lot of those people were in moving cars. And planes and trains. And, and in planes yeah. and in trains, yes. So 
Uh, because of conservation of momentum, you're going to see, you're going to be standing at the corner of, you know, 53rd and, and, and 22nd in um, New York, and you're going to see this woman, uh, you know, pop out of nowhere, going about 45 miles an hour. And just you know. skip across the road or into the yeah, back. Just get, yeah, just get, get, yeah, right, right in the back of a you know, delivery van or something, you know, or somebody on the interstate doing a good 89 miles an hour, just be like, shot out of a fucking cannon. <laughs> yeah. on the, on a, what about all the people that are like doing cross, uh, cross country or, uh, international trips and they just drop from 40,000 feet into the ocean? <laughs> yeah, plop. <laughs> Oh man, we I like every time I see that movie or someone talks about it. We always someone always mentions that, and that's always the thing where you have to assume like, all right, well, ma- because magic, they're all fine. <laughs> yeah, and like and like and, and you know what you have to do in that movie? Like somebody, a key grip, the makeup bar, somebody has to be like sitting there on the side of the film and be like, you just have to have Tony Stark say, and I'll make sure nobody falls from out of planes and stuff. Yeah, like, that's all you had to do. One line. But yeah. Um. So, that's what I was going to talk about. Um, Snowpiercer. Oh, um, speaking of animated stuff, um, they're going to do a Red Sun uh, animated movie. I had read that. I wanna, I've want i heard Hush is really good, too. Batman Hush. I saw, like, the first 20 minutes of it. It's amazing. Basically, what's going on, everybody who um, is into the Marvel and DC cinematic universes, DC's animated uh, film house is kicking the shit out of it. They're basically doing what they're... The DC film, uh, D, was it DCU? Yeah. DCU should be doing Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty great. Basically, they're just stomping it. So, you know, you had, uh, you know, you had Death of Superman. You had uh, the Reign of Superman, you know, Return of Superman. All these anime movies are just amazing. Um, Red Superman, Red Sun, uh, Super, I'm sorry, Superman Red Sun is um, an alternate, uh, an alternate um, world where, Superman's pod landed in the USSR and not America, so he grows up being a champion for um, you know communism. Yep, pretty cool. Uh, no, they're all so good. Um, uh, other little little tidbit here: uh, Edward Furlong is going to be in Terminator: Dark Fate. Have you seen that? Yeah, uh, no, Edward Furlong, the guy who originally played John Connor. In oh yeah, okay. As as John Connor. Yep. Ha! That's awesome. Uh, when is that Original, two out? Uh, it's due out later this year. Yeah, I know it's this year. That's got to be. It's like, like December, uh, November first. Okay. Yeah, when the when the movie was first announced, and of course, the Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to play the the T one hundred. Linda Carter is going to play John uh, Sarah Connor. I'm sorry. And everybody was like a buzz, like, oh, is, is Edward Furlong coming back? And everybody's like, nah, he's done too much heroin. Yeah. Um, like he has had a rough road to hoe for a while there. But apparently he got clean. They're gonna put him in the movie because they were originally talking about putting him in the movie as himself, but with CGI. Oh, weird. Yeah. So like, that's gotta suck. Like you're alive. You're the right age. Yeah. But you're not in the movie. Yeah, that's good. Well, that's cool. He's gonna be in it. Yeah. So he's gonna be. Well, in I mean, it he is in it. I assume it's already filmed. So. Oh yeah, yeah. And the last thing that I saw just just like today before we hopped on, um, Kevin Conroy, Conroy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Kevin Conroy. Uh, everybody should know him as the voice of Batman from the Batman animated series. Yeah. The I've absolute said, I've said that, tits of animation. Yeah, that is that's that's like if you grew up in the '90s, that's like the quintessential Batman. I fucking I've always said this once, and I'll say it again. If I ever come into a large amount of money, I'm going to pay him to dub over every incarnation of Batman just for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, and no one it'll be the one. So you're gonna have copies of like the Dark Knight, where it's fucking Kevin Conroy and 
dubbed over Christian Bale the whole way. And I, you know, I'll make, I'll make sure that the effects line up and it sounds and looks good. Okay. It'll be amazing. <laughs> um, they asked, they asked him about that. Did you, did you hear a statement on that? No. Like, they asked him about, uh, Ke- um, Christian Bale's Batman voice. Yeah. And, um, he was like, yeah, that was a bit much. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I love, I loved his. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. Yeah. No, that was that's also, yeah. Batman, the animated series was, was just, if you go back and look at it, it was way more adult than it should have oh, been. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was way more adult than it should have been. And it's dark animation style was like nothing else out there. You know, like, it was uh, animated on black construction paper. Actually, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Because if you, if you looked at the lineup, it was like the Animaniacs and some other dumb show, Batman, the animated series and Batman, the animated series had this very dark cryptic look, even when it was like you were in, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne's boardroom and it was supposed to be light and sunny. Like even outside shots in the daytime had this weird, dark grainy quality to them. It's because they were animated on black paper to get like, they, it's like, it's like painting from a negative almost. Yeah. It's really weird. No, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I really love weird. that show. I mean, that's also so, as far as like jokers go too. Like mm-hmm. and Mark Hamill's Joker is what's up too. I, I I don't think I'll ever forget the time that somebody explained to me that the Joker and Batman the animated series was Luke Skywalker. Right. Was like, yeah. What? You're like what? And yeah. then you watch him do the lines, and you're like, holy shit! This guy is not only like, you know, my uh, space pirate, you know, space, you know, space knight hero. He's like one of the most talented voice actors out in the business right now. Um, yeah. So Kevin Con- Conroy is going to join the CW's uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, which will uh, air later this year. It's like it's like December into January. It's like right at the first of the year. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, of course, it's between Supergirl, what the fuck, Supergirl, Supergirl Flash, Arrow, and uh, Legends of Tomorrow. And they will he will play a uh, Bruce Wayne. That is fantastic. Yeah. The only problem is, is he is a thin motherfucker. Who? Uh, Kevin Conroy? Yeah. 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 Kevin Conroy is a, he probably looks like me, but weighs 110 pounds. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. He is, he is very thin. He does not strike you as, you know, Batfleck. Yeah. He is definitely a thin guy. That's, that's fine yeah. though. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, yeah. Everybody's like, how could you like Batfleck? It was like, he looked like he could put the fucking hurt on something. I really, they really need to give me a live action Batman Beyond. Oh, it will get there. We'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. I mean, how, how old is, uh, how old is, um, uh, oh shit, what's his name? Beetlejuice. Um, we said it earlier. The original Batman. Michael, um, uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Michael, Michael Keaton is currently on the other side of my browser. Hold on, let me screw over here. He's currently 67. I mean, we got like another 20 years. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be Michael Keaton. It could be anybody, but... No, it has, it has no, to be Michael Keaton. That doesn't make any not. sense because none of those... Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That's... that's doesn't have to be Michael Keaton. be whoever. Um, play, just someone badass yeah. can play old Batman because it's, what matters is who's Terry McGinnis. Someone kick ass. It'll be sweet. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, one last thing just just popped up, Jay. It just popped up. I just saw this. Um, as of 24 minutes ago, the U.S. the U.S. company that hosts the at eight, um, I'm sorry, eight chan yeah. board will no longer keep the platform running. <laughs> uh, I mean, I want that. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cloudfair. Yeah, Cloudfair. That's pretty funny. 
I mean, it's yeah, it's I mean it, that, that that's cool. Um, it'll I mean I like that, but it's just gonna be uh, it'll just pop up somewhere else. That's not how this works. It'll be sixteen chan. Yeah, it'll be some other chan, just like right away. Like that's doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what else is gonna this? It's gonna really fuck up. Is the Q and all the QAnon stuff comes off of HN. Oh, that that makes me happy. That's yeah. great. Yeah, all the QAnon stuff was on 4chan and was booted from 4chan for being stupid, and it ended up on 8chan. So all the QAnon shit, like Q, like there's probably gonna be a Q. Like this was 24 minutes ago. Um, my phone's. Oh, my phone's right here. I have an app on my phone that that collects Q uh, drops for me. I guarantee I'm sane. Uh huh. You keep telling yourself that, buddy. I'm gonna drink myself to sanity. That's how that works. Yeah, it, it doesn't have anything yet, but he'll, you know, like they're gonna shut down QAnon, which would be the funniest fucking thing ever. So that's fun. All right. Well, I don't think we have anything else to talk about. You got anything else, Shane? No, not know? really. I'll just that. Well, I mean, you know. Um, it's uh, I talked to you about this before the show we start recording, but the boys is pretty solid. That new Amazon, the if for the yeah. yeah, it's a it's a really it's a real fun take on the superhero um, genre. It's very dark and very bloody, so it's it's pretty fun so far. I've only watched first episode, but it was one of those things that I, I so I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Another another superhero thing, I'll watch it. And I, and then the, like halfway through, I was like, oh, this is really cool. This is really good. I'm like, not stop doing what I'm doing to watch the show. Yeah. Well. I- What's recording right now downstairs for me is um, Preacher. I have not watched, watched any of that. Uh, I read the, I read the comics multiple times, but I've never seen the show. It's, it's so it's almost as batshit crazy as the comics. And if any show that uh, premieres on uh, Basic Cable, I don't know, if, I don't yeah. know if it's AMC Basic Cable, I don't know, that has the quote and is read out and is said out loud, "Preacher shot my dick off." Yeah, um, I'm game. Yeah. Uh, so that started tonight, and I've been kind of like it's a two hour it's a two hour premiere. I was like, I don't really want to watch both hours. Uh, yeah. But now I think you've sold me on watching at least an hour of Preacher, and then watching watch the watch the first episode, episode of the Boys. Day. Yeah, you'll see. It's very yeah. it's very solid. It's solid. You'll like it. All right, all right, Shay. Um, so uh, this is the Woodcast. We love doing this. We have a good time. I get to talk to my little brother. My brother, my little brother gets to talk to me, which I, mean, I know he enjoys. Eh. Meh. Meh. Yeah. Um, you should be able to find this podcast everywhere you find your podcast it's on the iTunes the, the Google Plays actually we're going to have to move that isn't iTunes fucking it's like changing their whole platform right? I have no idea yeah like they're getting rid of iTunes they're going to do like i like iPod and like they're going to separate music and podcasts oh that makes so, sense yeah, yeah so, so eventually I'm going to have to throw this uh, RSS feed somewhere else but that's none of your concern but you should be able to find us on your SoundCloud your Google Play your iTunes you should be able to find us anywhere you find your podcasts um, I will say it's kind of funny when I like update my podcast thing on my fa- my phone, Shay, and it, like tells me there's I have like four new Woodscasts to listen to. I was like, no, nah, I've never heard that. Yep. As my as Rachel likes to say, uh, I live with that podcast. Yeah, I don't have to listen to it. Yeah, that's uh, it. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I, I, it, this could be one of those things where we say, well, we'll try to do it more often and more frequently. That's not gonna happen. Well, you'll you'll get it when you get it. You'll fucking like it. All right. Actually, you will like it. Yeah, yeah. We're probably gonna have to take at least the next two weeks. You'll off get it when you I'm get it. I don't to... care if you fucking like it. Fuck. Yeah. Well, we're probably gonna have to take the next two weeks off because I'm traveling and uh, and Shay's schedule doesn't allow us to do it, uh, except on the weekends usually. So, and my my schedule's also not good for like weekdays. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. 
Um, but yeah, find us on find us where you find your podcast. You can hit us up on Twitter at, at WoodsCast1776 and on Facebook at WoodsCast1776 because fuck Alex Jones and all of his shtick. Um, when his shit is shut down, we will keep that number in, in his dishonor. And then, of course, if you have a question, comment, or want, uh, have something you think Shay and I should bluster about, you know, shoot us an email at thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com. Um, this is part of the podcast where I say, Shay, you should say goodbye to the nice people. Bye. Oh, you fucked it up. Anyway, hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Just a little, 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 just a little